So here we are, Health is Our Jam podcast, people. Health is Our Jam. <laughs> we're all snacking while we're talking, and we might be drinking wine. <laughs> it's very possible. Maybe. It's very possible. So today we were thinking about talking about how we can boost our immune system when we're dealing with an illness. And I know Stephanie had some thoughts on that. So tell us about your cells and how all the different lifestyle factors and choices mm-hmm. you make affect your cells and yes. them being healthy or not healthy. Yes. So the immune system plays a very large part in the, you know, fighting off or not being able to fight off disease. And every day we encounter, you know, things, chemicals in our food in our environment, our water, water, yes, um, toxins from the environment and the foods that we eat. So we ingest all these things. All these things are in our body and our immune system's constantly almost overloaded for some people. It just depends on what, you know, you're eating and, and the levels of toxins that are in your body. Everyone's kind of fighting off something and some more than others. So what your body is supposed to do is every night it's supposed to heal itself. So your, your immune system kind of goes around and your body kind of goes to the different places in your body, sees what needs to be repaired, and that's what it, that's what it does. And that's why sleep is so very important. Mm-hmm. Um, but with our average American lifestyles, the you know chemicals in our food, processed foods, the lack of exercise because we're sitting at a desk at a nine to five job and stress and all these different things, you know, create uh, more work for your immune system. So at night, our bodies are not really going to work like they should be. So that's when because they're they're too busy still cleaning up the mess from the day or right. even the day before it builds up right absolutely so our immune system just gets bogged down and, and that's when other types of cells proliferate and they spread and you know because your immune system can only do so much right. at any given time and when it is overloaded that's when disease happens so it's super important to keep that immune system as strong as possible at all times and give your body a chance to do the amazing work that it's made to do exactly yeah our bodies are amazing well-oiled machines and they will heal us too if given half a chance get out of the way yes we make it so much harder right exactly exactly um and and i was just going to add to that like on a on a smaller level like maybe not a serious disease but for, for sure i know myself even when i'm you know, I'm um, not building up my immune system in a really good way, like a lot of the mm-hmm. things you described just now. But like, I'll be, you know, on the go, eating badly, not drinking enough water, mm-hmm. um, eating maybe more refined sugar than I should, um, at work, working late, stressed out, you know, lack of sleep. Like when when all of that happens, it, days in a row, I know that I feel and dinner's ready. <laughs> <laughs> I know I feel more run down. Right. And I know that's exactly the time I'm going to catch a sinus infection of some kind or whatever, you know, I'm going to have pain, joint pain, or whatever it might be. You're but more susceptible exactly. because you're not taking care of yourself. Exactly. Right? To be quite frank. Yes. And we talked a little bit about how, um, I know Dr. Weil believes this, and I've heard it other times, that we all walk around with cancer cells in our body that are created each day, but our immune systems are able to 
destroy those and and dispel them. But we just don't ever know about it because we don't get any of the symptoms. So much disease is going on inside of us at all times, and it isn't until it's so far along that we even recognize it as disease. Right. Eastern medicine talks about, you know, the chakras are getting blocked and the energy flow isn't there, and they have this belief that the disease has started before you ever see it, so you need to be right. more aware of yes. what's not working in yeah. your body before the disease actually rears its yeah. head. And I, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I would believe that there are, like, everybody, everybody is made differently, mm-hmm. right? And we're all susceptible to different things. Right. And so what's so helpful to like really know your body and understand like okay i get more bronchitis than than other people or i get more sinus infections or i get more whatever you know hip pain or whatever it might be i get more of this than your typical person so maybe that's a thing to look out for like okay this is different than what it usually feels like in a bigger way let me check that out so really listen to your body i guess yeah and And any kind of pain or any kind of you know, reoccurring to your point, any kind of reoccurring sinus infection, colds, you know, different, they, while they may seem small, but if they're reoccurring, your body's always trying to tell you something. And that's why we have pain. And that's why we have different sensations in our body that, you know, we, we need to pick up on because that's our body talking to us and letting us know. But we aren't good at listening, right? It starts out as a whisper. Yes. Mm -hmm. And if you don't pay attention to the cramp or the pain or the whatever, it gets louder louder and louder until there you have it. Mm -hmm. You've been diagnosed with some terrible disease, right? right? Because you weren't listening and making the changes. And I know it's hard, right? We all can attest to Absolutely. We got some chocolate chip cookies here. (laughs) I mean, we're we're all susceptible to the the joys of life, if you want to say, but we got them flourless and no refined sugars and there's ways to still live life and enjoy food and enjoy everything about yeah, life without I, just to that point you know i i talk with people constantly about health and healthy eating and you know making sure you're taking care of your body and they associate that with all kinds of negative things like mm-hmm. taking care of yourself is is selfish or eating that date cookie or whatever it is without sugar is not as tasty as the other stuff but let me tell you that once you start to uh, you know adopt some healthier eating and a different lifestyle you crave it because you start to see a positive impact on your body on your actually you know all the different facets of your you know well-being well-being which could and you know go into your relationships or anything mm-hmm. like that. It, there, It's so positive. Um, even taking small, you know, doing small changes over a period of time, you get used to it and you're like that you store-bought cookie with all the sugar in it. It, it actually doesn't taste taste good too, and it's too sugary. You yes. can actually taste the, the granulated yes. sugar in it. Or the it. dyes and the chemicals. Yeah. Yes. I and think it's there's kind of gross. Your yeah. taste buds change. I think we right? numb our taste buds with all of the... Yes high fructose corn syrup or the chemical flavorings that are just fooling us. Um, And we numb our taste buds. And so when you start eating clean again, Mm -hmm. they wake up. I I think it takes two weeks or something. I've been going through an elimination myself. And all of a sudden you go back to, I was telling a story about my daughter had a girlfriend over and her mom brought cupcakes. 
And I was like, oh no, get the sugar out of the house. I'm, I haven't been eating that. So she took one mine home and my daughter was eating hers, you know, bright blue confetti striped. And I was like, oh, so natural. So, so natural and good. It's made in a local bakery. And so you'd think it's good, but they still use dyes and, mm-hmm. you know, but I said, I'm just going to have a bite of it. I'm just going to have a bite. And it was so incredibly sweet. Mm-hmm. Like disgustingly it's sweet. It's like you can't enjoy it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I couldn't. Because right. I was like, I don't want more of that. I'm glad I sent my other one away. And, you know, yeah. just the kids had it, which isn't great either for me to be serving my kids this stuff. But the point is that my taste buds are coming alive because I haven't had my nightly mm-hmm. piece of chocolate or, right. you know, the desserts or the processed foods with sugar we don't even know we're eating and the bread and the pasta sauce. And so your taste buds really do come alive again and you can taste the strawberries and how sweet they are or the melon or, you know. You know, that's so funny you said strawberries because that's what I was just thinking about. Like years ago, how I thought fruit was too sour and it was tart or whatever. And I was very much like overloaded with refined sugars and my taste buds were so different at that point right and so yeah natural good real you know things from the earth the beautiful earth who knows how to make everything perfect Perfectly. right it, it, it doesn't taste good you know i'm so used to this mm-hmm. um bad stuff but once it changed i can't believe how like oh, blueberries i just can't get Bananas. enough right. oh, my, oh god. my gosh they're such a heightened banana flavor i find yeah. in bananas and even strawberries mm-hmm. you know like you were saying I used to hate strawberries. I always wanted strawberries. Right. I liked the fake strawberry taste mm. because it was very, very pungent strawberries. Yeah, so but then when I would eat an actual strawberry, it was very sour. Yeah. But now that I have a different way of, of eating now, I'll eat I haven't had a sour strawberry in yeah. in a long time. And it's kinda I didn't even think about that actually until you just said it because I'm like, wow, I it's you that changed yes. the strawberries. Yes. Right. Definitely. So we all have the power to do that. And to swing it back around to what we were initially talking about, that. so I, I mentioned that I, I know someone who is dealing with a crisis right now, and I'm trying to help her in any way I can. Um, and I really think that shifting your, your lifestyle in so many ways can make a big difference, but especially your nutrition. You've mm-hmm. got to fuel your body for this big fight up ahead, right? Mm-hmm. For this... Yeah. huge battle so that you come out on the other side of it stronger right um and so there's going to be a lot of changes for her because you know she's busy she has a full-time job she has two kids so i i don't know how much she actually cooks at home but um it's going to be a big shift for most people Mm -hmm. right the convenience foods and um the packaged foods and all of that that's going to be hard but just that yeah cooking at home is one way that you can help with lowering the amount of toxins in your body that your immune system has to fight off so really the goal is you know if you're fighting a a disease or something that's even less or like a cold or something like that what you have to do immediately is to try to decrease those things that your immune system is fighting off so that it can actually get to helping you with your you know real health issue doing that cooking at home you know what is in your food you know the ingredients um you go out to a restaurant or you go to a grocery store and get prepared foods you don't know what's in it so that is a really good you know first step is to plan your your meals and start cooking for yourself right yeah so i was thinking about ways we can help people if they're dealing with some sort of big stressor in their life 
And, and a big thing for me is bone broth. We know that that's mm-hmm. so nurturing to our bodies. So if I can make some good organic bone broth and bring that to her and put it in recipes and just drink it like every day, mm-hmm. fermented foods. I was reading an article today about, uh, and they were talking about fermented foods are good and um, juicing is so good because you get the brush of those nutrients and, and Stephanie can tell us more about juicing. And I think a balance of lots of things. Yeah. Um, you were talking the other day about juicing versus smoothies and and someone just asked me it might have been my friend said well i heard that you're supposed to chew your food and there's enzymes that happen i said yes i think it's a balance of everything including intermittent fasting which was also in this article about how that gives your body a chance to fight the things it's supposed to be fighting and not be doing the digestion and the assimilation and the, uh, the elimination if you confine your eating to four to eight hours in the day Four seems really hard to me, but yeah. I do eight, eight hours. You could do eight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eat at 10, stop eating at 6, mm-hmm. 11, stop eating at 7. But get up and have a green juice full of vegetables and all those. You were saying that the fiber is taken out when you have the yes. juice. Mm-hmm. And some people see that as bad. Mm-hmm. If that's all you have is juice all the time and never have fiber, okay, there's a problem. Right. But if you're yes, just exactly kicking right. off, you're breaking your fast, yeah. i.e. Break- breakfast, right, with a green juice, you're getting all those nutrients flooded into your system because they don't have to deal with the fiber and breaking it out and yes. and doing all of that extra work. Right. And especially if you're going through some major treatments for an illness, you really need to be gentle with your body. So mm-hmm. I was going to recommend green juices, a lot of them. And another debate out there is, are fruits healthy or not? And mm-hmm. I absolutely say they are. Fruits mm-hmm. are from the earth, from as long as you're getting fresh, real fruit, mm-hmm. organic whenever possible. Put some fruit in your green juice. Get in some kale and spinach and all that other stuff too, romaine and cucumbers. Get all that good stuff and then throw in some pineapple or some apple that sweetens it up yeah. so that you'll enjoy it. Because, mm-hmm. you know, if you've got to force it down, you're not going to keep it up. But um, there's good stuff in those apples and pineapples too. So, mm-hmm. um, and isn't it, yeah, isn't it true that pineapple and I think some other things, when you juice them, some of the fiber stays intact even in the juice? I was reading oh. about that. Johnny know. Juicer who oh, spoke at IAN. Of course, of course he was saying, yes, yeah. of course he did. He was saying there's certain vegetables and fruits that maintain their fiber. So anyway, do you guys have any other thoughts on how to strengthen our body before going through some major treatment for an illness? Um, the thing I had learned about alkaline water was that it can help keep the, your levels of, I don't know, what is it, in the cells, in your cells. It just kind of generates what your body needs to fight off inflammation. So for me, that's a big deal. And, and for me, I, I really like, it, it tastes like anything else. There were a lot of studies done with alkaline water versus acidic, and the alkaline is definitely um, better for fighting off disease. So that's some stuff I've read. You know, it might be sounding controversial, but I think, I mean, I'm gonna just, it's so easy, it's so easy, it's everywhere. Well, they I'm say that. When your body is more acidic, then, you know, it's more on the acidic side of the spectrum. Disease, certain diseases thrive in an acidic environment. Mm-hmm. Right. So when you add in pH, you know, higher pH water into your, that's probably the easiest way to, to help regulate your pH, your body pH, oh, so that it's more alkaline than um, acidic. So, you know, especially when you're dealing with immune issues, you're probably most likely more acidic. So they ha- actually have those pH strips yes. that they have for pools. Yeah. Right. And if you don't believe it, you can get those strips and you can test yourself, your saliva, yep. 
and just put it in your mouth and look at the color. It's all color coded and it comes with the strips. You can, it'll tell you what your pH level is in your body. And, uh, you know, you just want to make sure that you're not too alkaline and you're not too acidic. You kind of want to be right in the middle. That's like the sweet spot of where you want yeah. your, you know. And it's also interesting if you put those, put those uh, little litmus papers or whatever in the drinks that you mm -hmm. drink every day. And you will see how crazy high levels yeah. of acidity there are in so many drinks. Even the, you know, low sugar water drinks that mm -hmm. you think are so great. I mean, they're, they're still not. very yeah. acidic. Even well, regular and even water. waters. There was a test done on a bunch of different bottled waters from Evian and Dasani and all these different yes. ones. Um, and it was, I'm sure, pitching... Um, you know a certain brand of water but they they did that litmus test and they showed how these are really high and these are more balanced yeah. and yeah. and it does make a difference um, I talk about dr. Weil a lot but again he is a big advocate of obviously getting all your hydration drinking lots yes. of water generally your half of your body weight in ounces but he said it has to be high quality water mm -hmm. right. in his restaurant true food kitchen it's always always filtered water they don't offer bottled water at all because it's all filtered purified water because he believes that's a huge thing he says if water tastes like chlorine don't drink it if water tastes off in any way don't drink it he'd rather you go thirsty than drink water that could be harming you yeah so and that's another that's really great tip too for improving your immune system is getting a very high quality uh, water purifier in your home right so there's uh, a lot of different ones that are out there and you can do some research on it but that's you know making sure that you're carrying your water around and uh, always available know, to you look at the plastic plastic <clears throat> excuse me that you're using for your food and your water so if your uh, you know water isn't left in the car and it heats some of that those Don't chemicals leach into your the water. plastic right. molecules do. right so getting that that um, water purifier and putting it in a glass or a stainless steel container, putting it in the refrigerator, taking it to go, whatever, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. just making sure that in, you know, microwaving your lunch at, you know, at work, so a lot of people use plastic to do that. Right. Chemicals leach into that. So I'm just saying that because we're talking about plastic yeah. water bottles. So and not just the chemicals, is, but the plastic yes. ex itself. It, mm -hmm. it changes the, the molecular it's structure dyes, of it's it. It's color in there. There's, you know, But the actual plastic, I mean, besides, yes. you know, you might get BPA-free mm -hmm. plastic and think you're okay. I did. I thought all oh, the kids' stuff was BPA-free. Yeah. But they say the plastic molecules, when they're heated by microwaves, mm -hmm. Change and they they leach the actual into, plastic yeah. leaches into your yeah, food, which, which you, is you don't detect crazy. when you're drinking it, but it's in there. It's, That's yeah. the thing with with metals and um, you know pl yeah plastics. I mean, these things you, they're not really visible. You know, you don't always know that they're that you're inhaling this horrible toxic stuff in the air. It's if, invisible right. yeah. because you don't see it. Yeah, and I just feel like you know just regular society. It's hard to be out in culture without a lot of. Po you know poisons Bombarded that were by yeah stuff. toxins that we're taking in and that's why it's extra extra important to be super vigilant with whatever you can vigilant, control yeah. oh sorry <laughs> vigilant <laughs> if you're a villager <laughs> oh the villager <laughs> <laughs> you're vigilant please drink healthy water <laughs> you know I couldn't just let that roll <laughs> You know, it's vigilant. It's, it's important, important to be vigilant. vigilant. And I think I think it scares people sometimes because you say, you know, it's everywhere. It's in the air. It's in the water. It's in... And the truth is, it is everywhere. 
So do what you can. You, yes. You're never yes. going to avoid all of it. Right. But if there's some yeah. simple ways to change, like get a Brita filter. You don't have to spend thousands on a home filtration system. That's awesome if you can. You don't ever have to worry about it. You can get a simple filter. Um, you can control everything. So control the things you can. Make better choices where you can. Eat real. Whole food is close to nature intended it. Get organic when you can afford it. Drink good, clean water. Take time for yourself to meditate and do yoga. Get outside in nature. It's so important. All of these things that should really be very enjoyable. Mm -hmm. Learn to enjoy them. Learn to take time for them and savor them. I think that's our message today. Whether you're fighting an illness or not, because we all are at some point mm -hmm. or another, take care of yourself. You're going to live a happier, healthier mm -hmm. life for doing it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Good job, ladies. Woo!